everyone. Welcome to Forbes India Teenpreneurs, a weekly podcast series where we speak with the young and restless, literally entrepreneurs and innovators under the age of 20. We'll dissect their enterprises, chart their journeys and highlight the perils and prizes of starting young. This is Naini Thakkar and welcome to the third episode of Teenpreneurs. Our guest for today's show is 19-year-old Ruthik Thorat. While most kids at this age are passionate about science or wish to become a scientist when they grow older, Ruthik here is already a scientist. Since he was 11 years old, he started reading up on sickle cell anemia. By the time he was 16, he was already interning at IIT Bombay working on brain cancer research. And currently, he is working with Mumbai-based High Media Labs not only on his alternate drug therapy for sickle cell anemia, but he's also doing research on a drug therapy for coronavirus. Ruthik, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Um firstly, I'd like to congratulate you for the wide variety of work that you have done and are doing currently. So, let's start by firstly talking about the research that you've been doing on sickle cell anemia uh and I believe that your research act- actually started uh, all the way back when you were just 11. Um so can you tell me a, a little about kind of what inspired you to do the same and and what the journey has been like for you? Uh yeah, right. Um uh, so uh thanks for having me on the show uh firstly. So uh basically it started uh, at the age of 3 I was diagnosed with a condition called sickle cell disease uh so basically your uh, red blood cells get into a crescent shape uh wherein uh, it gets stuck in your uh, blood vessel so the blood flow uh, is stuck and then you get uh, innumerable problems i mean there are lots of symptoms for it so my father uh, died with the same disease uh, so, so which was uh, yeah so which was a uh, very shocking for me uh, i i didn't understand firstly because i was just eight so i i started my research uh, i i started reading about the disease and uh, i got i had a plus point as i was facing frequent hospitalizations so i was treated by a hematologist so a hematologist is a, a blood disorder specialist Uh, it was very easier for me to ask questions to them only because they are expert in the field like i started researching about this disease uh, or like reading about uh, reading all the research papers uh, reading articles about it uh, the present research going on uh, in this field and then uh, i decided that i should do something about it so i started doing a drug hunt uh, because uh, the present drug for sickle cell anemia mm-hmm. uh, even has side effects uh, of its own could you um, talk a little about what the research is in itself and and you know what is the new therapy that you've come up with uh, briefly in a non targetish yeah. way yeah yeah so uh, i would put it in a simple language that i have come up with a drug which would give multiple advantages to the patient of sickle cell anemia so basically our drugs are designed to give a one type of therapy uh, like say if you have a headache uh, you just take a headache uh, this thing i mean uh, a headache tablet but uh, within my drug uh, i i would give a multiple advantages to the patient uh, who is been affected by sickle cell anemia like uh, uh, like boosting up his immunity uh, giving him good amount of oxygen then uh, increasing in a, uh, his antioxidant level 
uh, and like a pleurotrophic effect, I would say, uh, which are multiple advantages in one drug. And uh, I, I'm glad to say, uh, till date, uh, this drug has like has not reported any side effects till now. Uh, the mortality of this disease is like uh, you just get to live 40 years uh, for men, and then uh, 60 to 65 years for female. Uh, so that being said, uh, I have seen. Uh, I'm very optimistic about my results, and uh, let's see if I can just. Uh, push the boundary ahead and give a good uh, a, a lifespan to sickle cell anemic patients. Oh, sure. Yeah. But if you can, you know, tell yeah. our listeners um, your research right now when it comes to sickle cell anemia, what stage yeah. is it at uh, currently? Okay. So uh, basically, I have developed uh, my drug. Uh, I have done the in vitro studies, which mm-hmm. is uh, phase one. I have done it in uh, sickle cell cell lines. So cell line is artificial cells. Uh, so and the results are very positive. True. And uh, we, so my drug is now patent uh, pendable. I mean, uh, we have filed a patent and okay. uh, it's going to be approved. I mean, uh, we have to submit more data uh, okay. and soon it will be approved. And uh, within five years, I, I can say within five years, uh, I think the product will be in market. Now, if you could talk a little about, you know, uh, at, at, at a personal stage, you know, you did speak about yeah. um, this experience that you had uh, having sickle cell anemia yourself yeah. and your father passing away because of this disease. So, um, you know, usually kids tend to start uh, serious research uh, during their undergraduation, which is uh, something you will be getting to now and you're already way ahead in your uh, research. So do you think, uh, you know, um, was it this experience that kind of pushed you to get your hands dirty like a lot sooner? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, certainly. I mean, uh, uh, this experience uh, had like a, a major impact on my life. Okay. And uh, my main intention, I mean, my main goal was like, uh, I have to do anything for the disease, uh, like to cure people of this disease. So, uh, which inspired me a lot to do this work. Uh, and. I, I uh, in the back of my mind, I was facing a lot of difficulties during this period. Okay. So uh, there was my health issues, then again my academic issues, yeah. uh, then again traveling and all. Uh, so it was very hectic schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, uh, there was only one thing going in back of my mind that see uh, uh, now you are doing these things, and one day it will pay off. Sure, sure. And what was your mother's reaction when you first told her that you you wanted? Yeah. To- so my family had no idea that I was doing these things. Uh, I used to take certain amount of money from my family, uh, about three hundred to two hundred bucks, and I used to start roaming uh, in Mumbai, uh, going to hospitals, going to medical institute for uh, explaining my project during uh, my eleventh standard. So I used to bunk school. I'm sorry to say this, but I, I used to bunk school and I used to give health reasons for that too. Oh, so, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, finally, uh, uh, my family was surprised, uh, after me winning, uh, on my national science fair. So that's the time I told them that I, I have been doing this research. I won the science fair in okay. my field, uh, called cellular and molecular biology. So at 19, being a scientist obviously can't be easy and it's not like you're an amateur, you're genuinely a scientist. Um, and, you know, having 
what kind of issues would you have faced rather when it comes to people not taking your research seriously um, you know older people sort of you know uh, just just saying oh this is just a kid you know giving advice kind of a thing so any anecdotes like that that you can narrate uh, that you recall so basically i went to a couple of universities uh, medical institutes hospitals and uh, they used to like uh, set up a meeting and finally uh, they used to tell that uh, see there's lot of work going on our lab uh, and we cannot take uh, take up your project so we think that uh, like uh, we have to cut it down so uh, i used to uh, but i didn't stop i used to uh, go each and every place so, so at a point uh, i got uh, used to rejections they were like they thought the idea is futile i mean and uh, a, a small kid could not think that much yeah or uh, something like that so yeah. uh, th- that was the perception of scientists i kept on trying uh, until i met uh, a director of uh, high media dr vishal varke so uh, it was like i i didn't have any expectations from him he was very nice to me and uh, he told that let uh, see we we can have a meeting and we can discuss the further topic so uh, uh, i went to high media labs uh, in ghatkopar and uh, it was a great meeting i mean he told that let's just put uh, so there was funding issue again uh, mm. like who will fund the project so uh, majorly the project even used to get rejected uh, because of funding so there was no funding and uh, for drug hunting you you can uh, i mean uh, it is lots of money uh, goes into uh, for research and all yeah. like a billion dollar if you get to the end of the trial and all mm-hmm. uh, so so uh, it's it's uh, it was a, a very uh, good i mean uh, it was very difficult decision for him to make but he just trusted me uh, he heard about my journey he heard about my uh, drug idea and he was like let's just put uh, this thing into work and let's just start uh, your work after 3 months we got to know that uh, the results are excellent and everyone was happy uh, yeah. after that and uh, yeah, high media supported me a lot in my journey i would yeah. say and yeah i was lucky uh, i would say yeah and i think uh, i think the best thing is that you know they kind of uh, trusted you at such a young age when a lot of uh, people didn't which is so uh, great yeah. to them of course uh, so yeah that's I, I, i'm glad um, and uh, now um, you know rithik uh, if we can come to uh, the the novel drug therapy that you're working on for covid-19 um, you know yeah, yeah. tell us a little about that and and uh, what kind of challenges do you face in the process of, yeah. of this particular research i started reading about coronavirus uh, i started reading uh, reading about basic immunology mm-hmm. and then uh, i read about uh, many drugs uh, i started drug hunting for this disease and then uh, i thought that uh, why don't i come with a combinatorial therapy uh, that uh, it, it's like uh, you can just mix two drugs which would give a good quality uh, to treat the patient with uh, affected by covid-19 shortlisted few drugs uh, to treat uh, coronavirus uh, and then uh, i discussed it with uh, high media so we had a meeting and then we uh, we ju- we recently filed a patent for it uh, a, a provisional patent so 
how long till we actually uh, see the drug out in the market yeah i guess uh, with the positive results uh, we would take hardly 5 months or 4 months to give a uh, initial uh, impact of in vitro studies uh, i think it uh, i hope it would be positive in in vitro studies and then we can begin for human cl- clinical trial so uh, i think uh, i i guess 4 to 5 months would be enough for uh, getting a good uh, drug while you were working rather interning with, at, at iit bombay you were still just 16 and juggling school studies with this kind of research obviously cannot be easy so and how did you manage yeah. to juggle it uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, basically i was not worried about uh, med- uh, biology and all uh, yeah so the the difficulties were in physics and chem and all okay. my school was very supportive that been said uh, they after my national science fair uh, they got to know that this kid is working mm-hmm. and uh, we'll support him like we'll uh, give him extra classes and all mm-hmm. so uh, what i used to do is uh, i used to do research till 9 o'clock 8 uh, o'clock by night uh, uh, right from finishing my school okay and uh, in the night time i used to study for my school subjects this two years of uh, high school uh, i mean 11th and 12th grade Mm-hmm. i i was sleep deprived i mean i used to get a uh, hardly four or uh, four hours sleep i would say yeah and uh, yeah and then uh, finally uh, i got i scored good marks in my 12th standard and all my teachers were happy um and uh, you think the, the the you've taken a gap year right so um yes. was your family on board with you taking this gap year at all and and what are your plans going forward so uh, basically uh, i i wanted to become a doctor uh, for this thing so i was uh, i got good marks in uh, the neat examination and i was about to get admission uh, in the medical college oh uh, but uh, i wanted to pursue my research uh, and i wanted to do more work on it so mm-hmm. i just took a gap year uh, everybody was opposing me but uh, i explained uh, to my family uh, that this this uh, other things and uh, i would go in the scientific field for now and let's see if uh, later after my bachelor's i would uh, pursue md phd so uh, they were pretty much supportive and uh, like every family is scared of what people will say mm. but uh, we, i think uh, by this time uh, we have overcome uh, those scenarios that uh, what people will say doesn't uh, really matter yeah. uh, we know that our child is doing good and that that's it that's good enough for us so uh, be sickle cell anemia or brain cancer or even even now coronavirus um for any research as you mentioned you know you need to be uh, i mean you need time and of course you need to be uh, very very patient you know i'm sure that through this entire you know phase of about 3 to 4 years i'm sure it would have been extremely frustrating for you um, and especially given your health conditions um, and not getting results and things like that so in such times uh, you think how do you keep yourself going so uh so basically uh, whenever you get into this field uh, you are uh, again uh, always having a, a he- mental health impact so uh, there would be anxiety lo- a lot of time like what would be my results uh, what if this goes all into uh, just 
a dustbin and things like that go in back of your mind mm -hmm. so uh, what would uh, i see is like uh, be optimistic uh, for the time i mean even if it is fake uh, uh, you have to be optimistic uh, and uh, being optimistic would help you uh, to see a good vision for your uh, studies mm -hmm. and uh, i practice meditation and all uh, so it would give me a, i mean a good impact uh, on my mental health yeah. so uh, uh, i i cannot say that i'm not anxious but uh, yeah i do face anxiety a lot of time that what if uh, this uh, this thing doesn't happen mm -hmm. but uh, fortunately uh, you have to be very headstrong towards uh, whatever you have to achieve mm -hmm. and uh, like even if the results are not on your side you have to just keep on working so um what do you think are the advantages of starting out young basically uh, like if you are starting young uh, you have much advantage uh, you have much chances to do high impactful work than you think so uh, all the results are in your favor also so, like uh, learn a lot about the field that speaks to you okay. so get obsessed with the topic uh, question everything uh, that is around you uh, just like einstein said uh and uh like get obsessed with a topic uh, that in interests you uh, get uh, contact with uh, a scientist or any person who is uh, related to this work, uh, field of work mm -hmm. and uh, just tell about uh, just tell them about your interest your uh, journey uh, and your idea uh, then build something excellent and the third advice would be uh, learn how to manage yourself because that is very much important great uh, thank you so much for giving us the time and being on the show you are listening to forbes india teenpreneurs we'll be back next week with another teenpreneur see you then today's show was edited and mixed by manswini kaushik if you like the show don't forget to share and subscribe also check out our other podcasts fortnightly series on our latest cover story called inside forbes india and conversations about business economics and books on from the bookshelves of forbes india